Hey guys, it's me, Radical Ray. I'm outside, so you're going to hear all kinds of machinery and nature and all kinds of stuff. It's just too beautiful to sit inside. But what I wanted to talk about today was radical feminism and how it's politically left and what that truly, genuinely means. Now, when we say left, we think of different types of leftist ideology, right? We think of authoritarian, you know, and just very liberal or very free, very passive, non-aggressive, things like that. But what politically left means, means opposite of conservative and in favor of the proletariat class, the working class. Now, People say radical feminism is derived from Marxist theory. I like to say that no man has a woman's best interest at heart. And women are essentially politically homeless. Um, we are also homeless from land. You know, we don't have a home. Um, so where do we find our home as women? You know, we have to find it within our communities and that looks different across the board. So, what this can look like for radical feminism is very diverse. Now, I don't like being a gatekeeper and telling women, you know, you're not a real radical feminist if you believe this, or you're not a real radical feminist if you think that. I just think there are basic principles that we should adhere to. For example the right to control our bodies. And this can look like birth control. This can look like um, different methods of birth control, I guess I should say. Like, um, gosh, I can't think of the word, I'm sorry. Um, like getting your tu tubal litigation and things like that. And it's something I don't inherently agree with or, you know, the right to abortions and stuff like that. And you don't have to agree with any of it, but you understand that in order for women to to gain autonomy we need to have autonomy over our bodies because we can reproduce we are the you know the proletariat class of society so we need to have this freedom now we understand that we have to exist amongst men and there are going to be women who want to cohabitate with men for different purposes there are going to be women who want to have a family who want to have children and i've read a lot of radical feminists talk about how you know if you are really radical you won't have kids with a man you won't be with a man and things along those lines and i'm not saying that's wrong to think about but i am saying that it could also be the other end it could also be the flip end if you find out that you do want kids to you know, possibly homeschool and segregate off from society and teach them the amazingness of radical feminism, otherwise it just dies with you, kind of thing. You know, we have to understand that community has power in numbers. So how do we build community bonds? How do, how do we extend ourselves, you know? How do we reach out? Who do we reach out to? And radical feminism is just for women. It's not for men or any male or any... It's not for any man who calls himself a woman. It's just for women. And I like to live in this fantasy world where men can definitely be allies, right? I want to I think that men actually would care and give a fuck enough to be allies. But until then, I live in my bubble of the only way we're going to accomplish this is through segregation. What radical feminism means to me is... 
the right to healthcare, the right to live, the right to autonomy, the right to safety, the right to just basically overall welfare as a human in society. And, you know, matriarchal ties to society means women do live longer and there is happier communities. And we have proof of this, you know, even with our closest primate relative, you know, women beat the shit out of men who quote unquote pursue them, which is just a friendly way of saying sexually assault them. You know, if you look to the animal kingdom and people want to talk about this all the time, there, there are power numbers with women. Women communities are formed in all kinds of animal kingdom worlds, except for humans. Now, this was done on purpose. You know, this was done to break us up, to make us weaker, and to pivot us against each other. So my focus and bonds are with women and building women's communities, whether I agree with them or not. Whether I like them or not, I will always stick up for women. Um, but that's what radical feminism means to me. And how we politically achieve this can look so different to me. I don't think there are right and wrong ways to do this because there are literally no ways. We haven't been able to try and make mistakes or any along these lines. One thing I do know is the difference between religion and spirituality. Religion won't help us achieve this. Religion really wants women to be subordinate and spirituality comes from a different context, right? So religion says you have to believe in this version of God and this version of God is X, Y, Z. And spirituality says you can believe in God, but God doesn't have to be X, Y, and Z. God can be this too kind of thing. Now, however you approach this topic and subject is dependent upon your culture, your person, your, you know, your community, all of it. And so how this interjects with politics is because I find a lot of conservatives like to use religion as their reasoning for, for women's subordination. And it's something I do not agree with. Now, just because I do not agree with it doesn't mean it's subject to change. We've got to see liberals, leftists, conservatives, the rights shift dramatically through history so i am not going to be sit here and be like oh it's absolutely impossible for you know radical feminists to be conservative you know there's no such thing as a conservative radical feminist or there's no such thing as um radical feminists who da 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 or whatever because that's just not the case it can all be very different you can be very financially conservative and then still be a radical feminist or you can be very financially or you can be you know very liberal in your mindset with how gender is viewed and still be a radical feminist if you think gender should be abolished kind of kind of stance so that's why there should just be a basis for radical feminism and with really no political attachments but theories in place And we really have to work hard on establishing this. We really have to work hard on touching these communities and reaching out to them and building these bridges. We have to work really hard on dismantling this. And radical feminism is for women. And the, as I talked about in my last episode, we have to acknowledge race, which is a lot like gender theory. Sorry, that was my air conditioner kicking on. And it's a lot like gender theory. Well, the same goes for political ideologies it's a lot like gender theory you know you're going to find a lot of people with certain concepts and certain mindsets that and their definition and their meaning it's absolutely impossible for women to exist and cohabitate with men on a planet without a 
police state or not without a police state, without police or without guns, military or any kind of protection whatsoever. I am very for much for women protecting themselves and I'm very much for socializing women to use weapons. Now, this is very politically conservative in the United States. This point of view of mine for women only is very conservative. It's very right wing because in the United States, the people who are pro-gun are very conservative. But I understand with men on the planet, this is a very unfortunate truth. Now, does this mean I don't want to work and build a better community for women and, and the world, essentially, for children so we no longer have to use force and violence? Absolutely. The same goes with, like, prison abolition, right? I understand, like, in this current climate, as women, we need prisons for pedophiles, for rapists and abusers and things along those lines. We need that. Does this mean I don't want to work towards a world where, you know, we won't need that anymore? Of course. Like, I, I don't want prisons and police states to continuously exist and have to happen because I, I want to focus on building a better world. So do I think this can really happen? Unless we understand how culturally different everybody is, then no, I don't think it will. So I think it's necessary. This is viewed as very conservative. This is, you know, I am for protecting women. So if you ask me, if we segregated the world from men and women, women lived on their own terms, and, uh, you know, let's just say we all agreed to fucking somewhere beautiful and tropical or whatever, right? So, like, let's just say it's the mascara, it's an island. You know, all women agreed to this, and we tend to the land, we created a matriarchy, we're happy, you know very little violence if any all women are together and so in in this in my ideology right women have children with them they have their children with them so let's just say it happens tomorrow you you are more than allowed to bring your children boy or girl it does not matter but in our education system we teach about the dangers of patriarchy we teach about how dangerous men are we teach the history of men and we teach it as men as a whole and then we implement the theories into there, like racism theory. So why are people racist? How does race impact in the man's world? Well, race impacts in the man's world because they believe these stereotypes based on biological factors the way they believed stereotypes against women based on biological factors. If you teach it as matter of fact, without this hateful undertone, then we can absolutely build a better world. But I know factually in our world, men are going to consistently try to invade. Men are not, you know, men, they're going to want to reproduce their offspring. Men are going to feel entitled to women. There are a lot of men out there who don't understand how to cook or clean. And there are going to be men trying to terrorize us. So I understand even in my woman's world with their, my slice of reality shoved in there that we're going to need a military. How ugly is that, right? As long as there's men on the planet, we're going to need some form of defense unless men are socialized and help other men or do whatever the fuck they need to do to stop it our abuse will continue to happen it's just it's just existent with men that's why i'm over talking to men and associating with men and trying to help men and trying to form authentic bonds with men it's just i'm over it by this point you know 
I, and a lot of women truly believe that men can be their friends, but I don't see that anymore. I just, I don't think that's possible. You could be hanging out with a man and a man all of a sudden will want to have sex with you because he feels entitled. Oh yeah, I thought we had something because they don't understand the different kinds of intimacy like friendship intimacy they they get horny off of that because to them all intimacy is just equals their dick fucking they're incapable of it so understanding that we need this military that's very conservative view view of mine you know that's in america anyway that's very conservative that's very right-wing but for me how i see this i don't see this as very right-wing at all because for me I want to abolish gender. I hate people who are homophobic. I don't understand homophobia. Anti-Semitism, racism is freaking awful. I hate all of that. I want nothing to do with people who call themselves conservative. I rarely agree with conservative people, if at all. Like I said, a broken clock is is right twice a day. So there's going to be a few things everybody on the planet agrees about, whether they're fucking conservative or liberal or leftist or right, up or down or sideways. It doesn't matter. There are going to be people who agree with stuff. There's never going to be people who we just don't see eye to eye with. And and that's the dangers of it, right? Because then that, that little slice of agreement all of a sudden means there's a bond there to some people, which that's not always the case. We need to stop viewing it like that. We need to really talk about like you know, what radical feminism means, what we stand for and what we want and what we strive to build. And we cannot sit here as radical feminists, I believe anyway, we cannot sit here and say we are solely derived from Marxist theory because I don't even believe Karl Marx had women's best interests at heart. He is not a woman. He doesn't understand what it's like being a woman. And just because he was very observant and astute doesn't mean he was like, you know, yeah, I'm, I am, yes, Marxist theory, I agree with a lot of it. I really do. But even then, I have to be critical of that because it was invented by a man, which is why I say women are politically homeless. This being said, you know, I've mentioned frequently about radical feminists posting conservative men and calling, you know, saying like, um, conservative men in America, I can't even remember their name currently. I really try not to pay attention to them but they've said some things like uh, you know there shouldn't be trans men allowed in women's bathrooms there shouldn't be or there shouldn't be men allowed in women's bathrooms yes we agree with that the broken clock is wrong is right twice a day but we have to once again be fully aware that this is stemming from homophobia this isn't stemming from they see women as humans they do not see women as humans they don't care about women they, they really don't see us as humans 100 percent. they see they want gender to be very real they want all women to wear makeup and be 1950s be skinny and be big titted and a lot of them want us to even be blonde haired blue eyed you know like it's also very rooted in you know white supremacy so we you know you have to be critical of that even if you are a radical feminist out there and you're like yeah you know i agree with that you have to be critical of that they don't have your best interests as heart at heart and i felt it very important to say this is because there's a lot of banter back and forth something going you know on social media about right about radical feminism right now and being critical of things 
now once again we strive to be leftist and an authentic leftist and you should listen to my podcast how men cannot be leftist they don't they cannot be leftist at all they cannot be so for men who call themselves leftists to spew this theory for women and for women to follow suit wholly we have to understand this too men cannot be leftists they they helped create a theory at the expense of women used women's labor and then called it their own that's still not leftist that's still very inauthentic that's a form of supremacy still and leftist is for supremacist abolition so we have to get very real about it we have to you know set parameters not gatekeep but set parameters setting parameters is not gatekeeping we're not saying oh no women can be radical feminists we're saying look if you want to become a radical feminist here's something we hold true and dear and something we want you to be critical of it would i'm a radical feminist in progress even though i call myself i'm a radical feminist in progress like i'm i'm continuously learning and growing i'm continuously radicalizing and the more and more and more i reflect and look at things and be critical of things the more and more i can grow you know and i think that's what we should strive to do and not become this weird cult that you know liberal feminism has become or politics have become i really think we should say hey you know what we are leftists we need to be critical of conservative movements we need to be con- critical of all gender of all sorts so from conservative to left to liberal to right to left all of it we need to be very critical of it all and what gender means and how to look how to present and you know how do they want you to present how do they want you to look you know and what is femininity it's a social construct now what does that social construct look look like across the globe you know all of these things we need to be critical of it all we need to be critical of politicians speaking and we you know and another one is like healthcare for all right now elizabeth warren recently came out said and even for gender affirming now here's the thing it's either all for no one it's either for everyone or for nobody right we know this because if we can create stipulations in gray areas then we can do that for everybody that's just not something i'm into i don't want kids to be trans i don't want gender affirming i don't want anybody to get gender affirming surgery because it's gender is fake it's made up so how do we fix this not by saying nobody's allowed to have healthcare but by teaching people in the community you know by telling people you know okay well we need better therapists out there we need better psychiatrists out there we need real radical feminist people out there women out there you know saying you are loved the way you are you are accepted for who you are you don't need to call yourself a woman as a man who likes to wear dresses and you don't need to call yourself as a man as a woman because you love science you know these are all the things we need to do you know it's you can't just say oh it's it's line in the sand even if you cross that line you are no longer radical you know we have grounds we have rules but we're not a cult we're not conservative shills we're not saying it's either this or that we are saying it's a big ugly fight. We are all in this together and this is what we stand for. I would really like of course of course I'd really like strikes and organized strikes and walkouts as women, you know, 
of a day where we organize. We none of us wear makeup to work today, you know. And I know it's in our dress code. I've talked about this before, but you know, why is it? Why is it in our dress code? And why aren't we compensated for this? If that's the case, you know, we really ought to fight it like that. You know, if makeup is in our dress code, why aren't we reimbursed for it? Why aren't we given more time? Why aren't we allowed more time? Why aren't we paid for time at home then? If I have to do this for work, then it's a part of my work uniform. Then why am I not getting reimbursed for that time either at the end of the year for tax purposes? You know, so we really got to combat it on a multifaceted level. We have to have these discussions. And we have to make sure women won't lose their independence, their access, their capital for this. You know, we don't want to take steps back. We want to take steps forward. And then we have to talk about how women in certain organized religions are told they can't wear makeup because it's, you know, makes them evil and and horrific and slutty and all of these things, right? So to these women, wearing makeup is like the ultimate rebellion. And whereas in America, not wearing makeup is the ultimate rebellion. We need to look at it from these standpoints. So hopefully this podcast can help start some discussions and hopefully, you know, add some arguments or discussions we are having right now currently online as radical feminists. I would like to see us grow more. I would like to see us build more bridges instead of just drawing lines in the sand saying, oh, well, you can't say this or you can't do this because that's not radical or if you act like this and, you know, it's, that's just toxic and that's patriarchal in nature. You know, we're better than this as women. And I know we're better than this as women. All right, you guys, you can find me at Reagan's three on Instagram. Have a good one.